Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Aaliyah and Sade today or yesterday because we were supposed to record this yesterday. <laughs> we were supposed to record this yesterday. Anyway. All right, anyway. And our first lady, Michelle Obama. Our first lady. It's still our first lady. Yep. I don't care. <laughs> so period. On period. Um, so today is well yesterday was a very awesome day because we have and today there are a lot of like really important legendary people mm-hmm. celebrating birthdays this weekend. Mm-hmm. Favorite Aaliyah song, go. Ooh. Try again. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's so many Aaliyah songs that I like. <laughs> you one of my favorite Aaliyah I, songs. I think Try Again is just my favorite because it's the video. I love the video. Oh, well, duh. Yeah, classic yeah. Lily. What's yours? Favorite uh, Aaliyah song is... Damn, why can't I think... I'm looking for a girl like you, so here I go. Oh, no, no, who's a baby mom and dipping, dying, crying, solving... <laughs> <laughs> That nigga just came in. Yeah. He came in so strong. Trench. And then my other one is, uh, I'm sick inside of that loose rap, 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 rap. Yeah. I like that one where she be spelling on, uh, I miss you. again. I don't know what to tell you. 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 You want my answer? T-R-U-S-T. To keep L-O-V-E. Check in. <laughs> She's not saying check in. What's she saying? Look at the lyrics. That's not right. I thought she was saying try again. Because ain't that the same album? Do it later. No. Wait. Same way as what? As what's the name? Try again. No, try again came out before that. Try again. Wasn't it all on it's the radio? It's on there, but they have like Are You That Somebody on there too, which is one of my favorites. Dirty style. It's kind of uh, like a it's like a compilation album. Plus some like unreleased stuff. West Coast Phyllis. Say what dirty style. Oh, we, we need a resolution. That's a good one too. Oh my gosh. So we need many. a resolution. We have so much confusion. One in a million four page letters. Young love is a one in a million. AJ nothing but a number, it even though that's a highly problematic song. Mm, I don't want to talk about the first album. Anyway, favorite Sade song, go. It's <laughs> <laughs> not good on the spot. Because <laughs> it's so many. It's pick, so many. Pick one. Pick one. I don't know. She got smooth operator. Smooth your, love your love is king. By your side. What's that oh. one song the Nipsey Hustle sampled? If you are mine. Yeah. I don't if I don't think that's what it was called, but that's that's the one I like. I breathe your air. Yeah, man. Sweet as Yes. <laughs> she just got so many. Oh, not to track back to Aaliyah, but there's that other song that she got. It's like a duet with the guy from Silk. Mm-hmm. That's my. You don't know what I'm talking about. It's on the very first album. Agent, we going back to age. Ain't nothing but a number. Oh. Can we slide up to Missy Elliott area? <laughs> <laughs> Fine, but this is a song on there that I really like too. <laughs> Okay, man. But. Did you ever realize how creepy it was for R. Kelly to be on that cover just in the back? In the back. He was in the back, like like a little predator, the little predator that he was. That should have been a warning right there. Mm-hmm. But you anyway, know. Uh, let's not bring this negativity into a positive conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday, Aaliyah and Sade. Um, we love you both. R. I. P. Aaliyah. Um, R. I. P. 
I took that legend. very hard. A lot of people did. When I was a kid. Not saying that, not discrediting you, but yeah. I'm saying a lot of people, especially in this area, Detroit area, yeah. <laughs> took that very hard. My like, dad took it very hard. I took it very hard. Yeah. I was like, what, 10? We were young. Yeah, I was well, hey, We still lived in Detroit when she passed. Yeah. So I know I had, I also had to be like 10, 9. <laughs> yeah. That was a hard one. Yeah. Okay, let's get into some music news this week. So I got some good news, but also a little bit aggravating. <laughs> so the versus Keisha Cole versus Ashanti is now rescheduled to January twenty first. Why they reschedule it again? Because they know what they was. They know if they wanted to have them in separate rooms or together, but it's worked out now, and the girls are coming to. I don't know why deliver, they didn't, but why they didn't consider that when Ashanti had got COVID and y'all had to reschedule it the first time? Why would y'all still try to do it in person again? Because I have no idea. it was tra- COVID was trash then; it's still trash equally now. trash now. So yeah. why wouldn't y'all have tried to do that in the first place? I have no idea, and that kind of goes into our next one of the Grammys being postponed as well. <laughs> they can just skip it like they could just send out a tweet like <laughs> you know what's the name one didn't Taylor Swift get nominated for something Taylor Swift won whatever <laughs> yeah the um the COVID situation in LA is not that great right now as we all know um and hospitals are being overwhelmed ICUs have reached capacity and there is new guidance from state and local governments that have led them to postpone it they just thought it was the right thing to do, it says on Rolling Stone. Um, yeah, but I just felt like y'all should have <laughs> thought about that a long time ago. Like, when did they announce the the nominees in December? How much yeah. did you think it was really going to change between December and January? Yeah. I guess they already planned for a limited show. Mm-hmm. Like, just letting, no audience, just letting the presenters and performers come on during the show and, like, I guess still do this stuff on the stage, but... I mean, they should have did like MTV did, where everybody yeah, just, do just everybody remote. did like a little set and then just like you know broadcast it out. Yeah. So, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't even watch the Grammys anyway. I just Twitter let us know who won. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think the Grammys hold that much weight anymore like they used to. No, I don't think so either. Like some of the best artists don't even have Grammys. Yeah, some trash artists got a lot of Grammys. <laughs> I mean, but some Grammys equally, some very good, too. some really good artists have Grammys as well. I just, I don't know. I just don't think it is a deciding factor. In yeah, I just career. don't think it's necessarily a total reflection of who you are as an artist and like how good you are and how you've touched people's lives and things like that. I Plus, agree. I don't even know like how they pick these people. Well, don't they like? There is like an academy or a guild. Yeah. And you know, there are members and they all vote on these things. Okay, so well, what decides it could be a vote? very personal Yeah thing. You right. know what I'm saying? So that's why I feel like the winners are sometimes random, like when Beck won over Beyonce or like didn't nobody know who Esperanza Spalding was, but she won over Justin Bieber that one year. I'm not like, mad about that. But. No, yeah, no. But, <laughs> I mean, like, Justin yeah. Bieber is, like, a huge pop star, so obviously That's his fans true. were, like, on a yeah. tirade. You know? Yeah, because, I mean, obviously, like, Justin Bieber definitely had more reach than her, but, I mean, yeah. we're going to talk about 
It's like, so with how these votes are, it's kind of like the electoral college. Like, how does this actually, like, represent Yeah, the people. Yeah, people's, yeah. I don't know. I mean, also a lot of the Grammys is, you know, coming from that white gaze as well. It's not just yeah, all. Yeah, the white gaze. Who, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. And then I think, like, Drake or somebody said that we should come up with, like, our own award. Show but like, it's not like we don't have that. It's not like we don't have the BET Awards, Soul Train Awards. Exactly. So we don't need hip-hop another award, award show. BET Hip Hop Awards. We, I mean, we used to have more Hip Hop Awards, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but I, yeah, it's not like we don't have don't, those outlets. I just don't think people put as much weight on it as the Grammys. I think people should kind of maybe shift more away from like award shows and maybe do more like of what... um. Oh, who is that? I forget who doesn't. But kind of like an appreciation show, like they get the, even I guess it's still an award, but they get like Lifetime Achievement Awards. Mm-hmm. But maybe more of like like a showcase. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel people. I like VH1 does that sometimes. Like, didn't, don't they do like, didn't they do like, um, like they honor people. It's like VH1 honors. Remember they used yeah, to do yeah. that type oh, of stuff? Oh, yeah, they did because they did yeah. one for Missy Elliott and yes. it was dope. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe they should start doing more shows like that and pick, like, maybe three people to just, like, honor. Mm-hmm. Instead of just giving, like, awards, just, you know, we know that you're doing X, Y, Z, and da-da-da-da-da. But I think and you may not be winning Grammys and stuff like that, but your music is important, and we don't want you to stop, so. But I think it still holds some weight because... It's old. I mean, no, because at the end of the day, wouldn't you want to be recognized for something that you're doing, that you're... Putting your heart into and soul into and yeah, putting that, onto the atmosphere I, and stuff yeah, like that. I, agree. I think the recognition part is what is yeah, exciting I mean, people for that industry. People want to be recognized, but I mean, like, the recognition from the Grammys, like, why is that so important? I think it's just because it's old. Because what we on, like, 97 years or <laughs> yeah, something like that? It's like now. one of the oldest things. Yeah, it's, it's just like it's with all the, like, one. Emmys and stuff like that. Yeah, and Oscars, Oscars and stuff, and stuff, like, stuff that. like that. Yeah. It's such an old system, but, you know, mm-hmm. people still kind of hold a lot of weight on it. Because Plus, it's, it's like so you, long. even though you have, like, different categories, it's still you compared with everyone else. It's yeah. not just the Black Awards or, like, where you got the Country Music Awards where it's pretty much just the White Awards. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's you and everybody else, and it's kind of like they put you on a level playing field, even though the playing field ain't level, and no. they decide who get what. Yeah. And I guess that's, that's why it's so important, because I guess it's so hard to get. Yeah. It's weird, but I I mean, it's postponed, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll right. see what happens when it comes on. Like you said, Twitter will tell us. Um, there are some people that I am rooting for though with the nominations and stuff. Some oh yeah, good people nominated for sure. I know Beyonce got nominated for a lot of stuff. A lot for of stuff. Black is King. Chloe and Halle got nominated. Chloe and Halle got nominated. Um, I know like Lettucey and stuff got nominated, but I feel like she always gets nominated. I do too. Does she ever win? Does she have Grammys? I don't think she's ever won one. I, I said. should just give it to her for the hell of it. Yeah, I said. <laughs> All right, next up we have Chloe and Halle. They had their single Do It. It went gold. Mm. I think this is their first single to like get like a plaque. Really? That's the first the first one? Yeah, I think it's the first time they've been like that high up on the billboard. Even chart. though they have a whole single that was for a Grammy nomin or I'm sorry, Oscar nominated 
feature film? Or did they win the Oscars? Any Oscars for that movie? I don't think they won for that song. But you know, sometimes like I know, like they nominate them for like the song. Yeah, and they win Oscars and stuff. Um, they didn't win nothing for that. I don't think so. I don't. That's just shocking to me that this is their first gold song. I mean, they only on their second album. But it's still shocking that this is their first gold song. <laughs> To me, <laughs> I mean, I know where it stands over here for Chloe and Holly, but yes, this is their first plaque. Uh, it's just exciting for them. Mm. Nice, exciting time in their lives. Mm. But yeah, this is their first gold plaque, and congrats, Chloe and Holly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congrats. You know, I found out that uh, that they don't get those like Billboard or whoever. Whatever, whoever decides it's gold, they don't just send Billboard. it to them. They have to pay for it. No, they don't have yes, to pay for those. They have to pay for them. That's what I read somewhere. Nothing is free in life. Nothing Damn. is free. So sometimes, like the record label will buy it for them, or like their managers, or sometimes they just buy their own. But I guess that makes sense. I'm not surprised. They're not I, handing them out for free. I never thought about that. Me neither. Did you see that uh, post? Ace Hood's wife got him some plaques because he is not signed to a major label. I guess, like oh, you said, major yeah. the label pays for them probably. Yeah, like generally they do. Yeah. yeah. So Ace Hood's wife got him some plaques because that's uh, nice. she like she knows he used to be excited about getting plaques when he was signed to a major label. Yeah. And for Christmas she got him Aww. plaques made. That was sweet. They're a really cute couple. They always do like cute stuff together. Like they be doing yoga and shit together. Oh yeah, they are very cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so congrats, Chloe and Halle and I'm assuming their label probably pay for those. <laughs> Next up, we got Biden's inauguration lineup. Um, so Biden is obviously going to be sworn in on Wednesday. We did it, Joe. <laughs> we did it, Joe. The and that's president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy Founders Day to yes, her Founders Day. Alpha Kappa Apple's Founders Day was. Kamala. 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 Oh, yep. It was the 15th. So happy Founders Day to you, girl. Yes. And the rest of the sorority. She's about to be our vice president. Mm-hmm. So Biden is getting sworn in on Wednesday. At the actual inauguration, Lady Gaga is singing the national anthem and J-Lo is performing. What's for J-Lo? Yeah. I mean, I'm very excited about Lady Gaga singing. Me too. Uh, the national anthem. We I'm, love Gaga over here. Yeah, I love to see how she gonna put Joanne. her little uh, stank on it. Hopefully, she can um, squeak in a, a crooner rendition of "Bad Romance." She's singing <laughs> a national anthem. <laughs> the land of the free and the home of the ra ra. Roma, Roma, Ma, Gaga, la la, Roger, Romance. I mean, honestly, though, like America, it is a bad romance. Like, <laughs> I mean, it fits right in. I mean, like people we, will be upset because you know you can't do anything. <laughs> they should have been upset when Fergie got up there and caught her. So yeah, for the All Star game, I'm like dog. I will never forget that somebody posted it on Twitter the other day, and I was cracking up rewatching it. Like yeah, my the basketball player, like she was, was like, serious. Girl, 
her earpiece had to not been working or something. I don't know. Like there's no excuse. I don't know how she tried. I don't know. That's ridiculous. So that night, um, at eight thirty, they're gonna be playing a special called Celebrating America. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's gonna have a few performers there. Uh, we got performers like Bruce Springsteen, John Legend, Foo Fighters, Justin Timberlake, Aunt Clemens, John Bon Jovi, and Demi Lovato. So yeah, I mean America. he got a pretty <laughs> Okay. They could have came up with a another name like revitalizing America, uplifting America. Maybe something. they could have just left America out of it. They could have just said, Here's Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Moving forward. That's what they could have just called it. Moving forward. Bright future. They could have just called it, we did it, Joe. Yeah. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the Celebrating America thing, but that's supposed to come on on Wednesday evening at 8.30 on all like major I wonder channels. if uh, that, 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 Pete, that bit that uh, Demi was working on while they were storming the Capitol is going to make it to the... Uh, <laughs> You know, Demi don't mind making a statement. You know, she said that, uh, what did she say? She said, I can't believe what's going on in the Capitol. I'm in the studio right now working on something big. <laughs> a I'm musician like, right there, girl, ready to write. She going to sing it for us. Demi don't mind making a statement. And, That's uh, fine. I love Demi. Yeah, Demi has a, a good voice and everything. Mm-hmm. I randomly went to go see her in concert. Like, <laughs> I did. What? <laughs> <laughs> One of my coworkers was going to the concert and she didn't have anybody to go with her. And she was like, You wanna come see Demi Lovato with me? I was like, Yeah, I know like two songs. <laughs> Is that the one where she um had Kalani as her opener? Yes. Oh, yeah, Kal- oh. Kalani was there and DJ Khaled was supposed to open for her too, but he wasn't there. He, well, he like canceled last minute or something like that, good. which is fine because he don't do nothing but play two seconds of a song and then mix it into another one. Uh, and two seconds, it's annoying how yeah. he DJs. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, Kaylani opened for her. Kaylani sounded really good live; like her voice sounded really strong, and Demi sounded really good too. She, I mean, she had her shit together. Did it was a pretty that, large venue. Did they do that little bed thing? Yeah, they did that little bed <laughs> thing, but Kaylani did not come out. What? She, didn't she didn't come out on the one that I did. I don't remember. Oh, you know what? I think that she actually did. But she didn't. Like, I felt like I saw clips of them, like, tussling around in the bed yeah, online. She was like but on they wasn't doing her. that much tussling. Like, oh. they was, she was just kind of, like, sitting next to her, like, sitting, in front, <laughs> sitting on top of her, like, hey, girl. Maybe that's one of, like, the earlier uh, I don't know. Shows. But, yeah. I would have paid this. You know. Video. Kaylani likes to, you know. Mm-hmm. She been all she through this industry. Get a little I just saucy. don't know it, but okay. <laughs> anyway, back to Biden. <laughs> but yeah, he got some R and B folks on there. That's he got cool. your boy John Legend and Aunt Clemens. I think it's R and B as well. And yeah, he's new, newer artist. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Didn't he get Grammy nominated? Uh, Grammy nominated as well. I think it was either him or uh, Givion, Givion or Givion. Mm. Um, but yes. Okay, cool. So next up we have actually I'm gonna start with <laughs> I'm gonna start with this one because I feel like it makes the most sense to transition into uh, United States versus Billie Holiday. <laughs> um, Again, they released a trailer celebrating in America. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, carry on. 
Uh, United States versus Billy Holiday is a movie uh, directed by Lee Daniels, I believe. Yes, it is. Lee it Daniels is coming film. to Hulu on February 26th. They released a trailer for it. Um, I had been hearing about this, but I hadn't seen any. Any, I really hadn't seen anything, but it was cool to see the trailer because it's Audra Day is playing Billy Holiday. I thought and it was, her name was An- is it Andrea or Audra Day? I thought it was Audra. It's know. literally spelled A U. Oh, Andra. Oh, I thought it was A U. It's Andra Day then. A N D R A. Got me thinking I'm crazy. She is playing Holiday, and mm-hmm. she seems like she is going to do one hell of a job. Girl, the trailer. When she said, "I sing what the fuck I want," I was like, "Oh, this is going to be gold." <laughs> I did not know she had acting chops like that. Yeah, she only sing that one song. They only let her sing that one song. Yeah. They won't let her be great. Her so I guess she else. had to transition into a different field. <laughs> kind of like Tiana Taylor. They won't let her be great as a singer. So she's just going to be a director, actress, or whatever she's going to do. She's like, I'm doing something else. Yep. And I Bunk will it. do it well. Yeah. Um, so she seems like she's going to do a great job. I would advise you guys to check out the trailer because it seems like it's going to be a pretty good film. It's going along the storyline of, it really seems like it's focusing in on Strange Fruit. Yeah, because they were trying to get the song banned, I think. Yeah, um, the government did not like Strange Fruit at first. I mean, because it's a clear depiction of what was going on at the time. At the time, In the United States, literally Strange Fruit hanging from the poplin trees. Like, Mm -hmm. we know what the song is about. It has been saying over and over. It has been sang over and over. It has been sampled over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very hard song to listen to, like the original yeah, recordings of it, like eerie. the Billy recordings of it, and like it is Nina Simone singing it and stuff like that. It kind of just like it's an eerie song. Put you in a weird space. I mean, it's an eerie. It's an eerie. Well, I guess it started as a poem, and then they put music to it, and then yeah. somehow a club owner got it to Billy, and it's a very eerie song because. You can picture it. Even though they never say anything about, like, lynching or anything. But it's clear. Black body swinging in the southern. The first time I heard it, I was just like. It definitely puts you in a mindset of, like, what it would feel like to, you know, like. Be walking down the road and and look up and see that. So, it seems to be around that time. And, like, the government doesn't want her to perform the song. But, you know, Billie Holiday also dealt with a lot of issues with drugs and alcohol as well so it seems to be like a very just like as raw as they could get i guess for hulu depiction of billy holiday and they they were trying to use that against her yeah yeah so i think it's gonna be a cool thing to watch yeah i think it's gonna be really good support it yeah i really like i knew a little bit about billy holiday but kind of getting more into like her story during that time i think is important especially during this time yeah cuz you know singers are people too and we kind of just always focus on the singing part <laughs> right never Not like actually, what they went through like, in life you know things like that like for example i don't know what i was watching it was probably like <laughs> i want to say it was drunk history but probably knowing you <laughs> They were talking about Eartha Kitt and mm, how Eartha. they tried to make her seem, they tried to say she was a communist. Oh. That whole thing, like in the 50s with the McCarthy. <laughs> that kind of makes sense, though, during that time. And stuff. Yeah, because they were trying to um, 
Yeah, because, you know, she would just be hanging out with white folks and, you know, yeah, doing kid didn't give up. She didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I think she told Eleanor Roosevelt off at one point. She Eleanor Roosevelt. Was it Roosevelt? No, it couldn't have been Roosevelt. In the 50s. I think so. Was it Roosevelt? Girl, do not go no. make me dig into my uh, AP U.S. history. No, because FDR was like the 40s. I mean, maybe she wasn't first lady, but she had a thing. I think it may have been Eleanor Roosevelt, but she had like a thing or whatever, and she invited her, and basically, Eartha Kid was like, hell no, life is trash for black folks, like, you know, and told her off, and that was pretty much the beginning of the end, but they loved her. She spoke like seven languages or something. So she just went to France and was like, fuck y'all. Like, <laughs> we go. You know, so like, but they never talk about that. They just want to talk about Santa That's Baby. That's somebody who hasn't had a, um, a movie big yet. Yeah, they just talk about Santa Baby. And then you see her in Boomerang, you know, being nasty. But other than that, <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot somebody of people. who hasn't. I don't know who would play Earth the Kid though. That's such a strong personality. If Tiana Taylor wasn't so tall, no, stop trying to get Tiana Taylor. To play I feel like because she, she has the body. Dion Warwick already said she wants Tiana to play her. Tiana got the body though. Oh, you know what? If she could actually act, I think a little bit from uh, Top with Topsy and Bobsy. What's her name? K. Kayla Harris. Kayla Harris. Kayla Harris. Cause she but ha- you don't know if she can act, though. That's what I'm saying. If she could act, that would be a good one. Because mm-hmm. she's short like her. She got the build like her. She kind of look like her a little bit. Like mm-hmm. that square head. Yeah. But if she if she had acting chops, that would mm-hmm. be perfect. I can kind of see it. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. we're off topic. What were we talking about? Billy Holiday. Off topic. <laughs> Billy <laughs> right. Holiday. Billy Holiday, but February. But yeah, check out the trailer. I think it's going to be an interesting watch. Oh, sure. yeah, definitely. Look, watch the trailer, but it comes out February 26th. 26th. Can't wait. Yes. Hulu. All right. Last for music news is the infamous, I think my butt getting big, butt getting big. Oh, girl. <laughs> Bussy. 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 Girl. <laughs> I love how to like save the sanctified people, cut it off before she'd be like, Is you? Fuck it. <laughs> hey, you know, I wanted to talk about this because I just kind of wanted to dig a little bit into TikTok culture and how crazy it is. So, Erica Banks is the young lady who raps this song, mm-hmm. which obviously samples, you know, Nelly. Hot and her. Hot and her. Um, is that her? That's hot and her? Yes, yeah, that is. That's hot and her. So hot and... Okay, never mind. Okay, so <laughs> she obviously is sampling that song. But she posted a video of a couple months ago where she was in a club performing and nobody knew the song and they was just looking at her like, girl, oh, what, what is this? this? <laughs> and then she um, posted a video of her performing it recently, which I don't know why these people in Atlanta, yeah. got, they got the cure got in the Atlanta. Cure, Atlanta. These people Shout in Atlanta still out and about in the club at shows. I don't understand it, but she was performing it recently and everybody was, you know, going off, saying all the words, busting it down on the mm-hmm. ground. Um, and I, she was saying it was crazy as well and mm-hmm. she was kind of going in. Um, but it is crazy. Like, <laughs> TikTok is the new radio. You know, you always had to have you like had a have couple of songs single. for radio. 
Now you gotta have a TikTok single. Now you gotta have a TikTok song. Like we were talking about last week with Megan Thee Stallion and Body, like how people didn't like Body, but Body is the catchy song that's gonna get on TikTok. Yeah. You know, she had to come out with another one. She had Savage, which I don't think was intentional, but no. Um, and I think a lot of it is not intentional. So it's weird to see yeah. like these it's artists like, trying to come up with a song that's gonna yeah. be catchy. For it's like now, like even mm-hmm. like. Positions for Ariana Grande, like that was like it wasn't oh, as yeah. big of a TikTok thing, but like people were doing that. And it was like flipping around and stuff. Yeah. That was kind of cool, but you know that's what is point of view. That ain't Ariana Grande, is it? What's point of view? No, oh, that ain't Ariana Grande, but it's a point of view challenge too. What? How that song I never go? See it from your point of view. That is Ari. Okay, that's what I thought. But I forget, you know, that's not like my favorite song. Yeah, so people like be showing, putting all these selfies and stuff. But anyway, like TikTok now is the new radio. If you don't have a TikTok song, the success of your album <laughs> hangs in the balance. I don't think you have to have a TikTok song. I'm just saying that people are doing it. I to don't think so now, but get, it definitely know, helped. Like, oh girl, it definitely helped. It yeah. helped. But that's the thing though. Is it helping on TikTok? I feel like it's just on TikTok, though, and you don't get any credit for people playing your song on TikTok or anything like that. Like, but, you, you know, I don't know because there was a thing, like, uh, I guess 2019, 2020, it was some issues with, like, copywriting and, like, TikTok. I don't really I mean, know exactly, like, the fallout of it, but um, I feel like if you're playing clips of people's work, they need to get some sort of credit for it. But yeah. I don't know how that works considering that TikTok is a non-pay ad. I mean, a non-pay app, even though they have, like, ads and stuff now, which I've started to notice. But I guess people are just kind of using it as free promotion. That's all I can think yeah, of. Yeah, I guess so. Like the radio. Because I don't see how... Like the radio. Monetarily, that would really be worth it. Because it's and, only, like... Because you got to make sure that people going to go stream... Or play song. your song as yeah. well. I think they just make like a certain bit available. Remember like them hit clips we used to have when we was kids? They played the whole song? No, not all of them. Most you of them. one song. No, I thought it was just like a little clip, which no. is why they was called hit clips. No, it was one. It was like a whole song on the clip. Really? Yes. Did you ever have one? Yeah. It was not a clip of the song. It was one song. You literally listened to that one song over and over and over again. I I remember because I had Avril Lavigne's. I had the NSYNC one. What you yelling for? Lay back. It's all been done before. I thought it was only like a minute or something long. I had that on there. I had the NSYNC one. Why you gotta go make things so complicated? That was was on my hit clip. And there was another song. I cannot remember the other song. I think because I really fucked with (laughs) Complicated more than the other (laughs) song. So I just used to listen to Complicated. I just remember having the Backstreet Boy. I mean, not Backstreet. The NSYNC one. And I thought it was just like a clip. Like, it wasn't a whole song. I thought it was a whole song. I don't know. We have to investigate. Our memories are trash. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They are. But anywho... um, but yeah, Busted Challenge, everybody is doing it. Um, obviously, is her song? I wonder is her song on the Billboard charts now? That would be interesting to know. That would be interesting to see because that would kind of just confirm my correlation that if it ain't it on helps. TikTok, is. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy how a random song can just I don't know go viral. Her. And of course, you don't know who started because it's very hard to it's very hard to track that down. 
I mean, if somebody uses the original clip, but some like people, sound clip. Some people don't do that. Some people go back and just get the clip. If they know the name of the song, they'll just go and get the clip, and then it starts a whole nother, like, yeah. you know, trail. So. so I don't know, but it's interesting to see just how like her song grew over. The yeah, nobody knows who she is. I don't know her name until you just told me just now. I didn't know her name until I actually had to sit down and look it up because I was <laughs> like, "Why? What is this song? Is All this right. somebody's song?" She sounds a lot like Megan too. Uh, she yeah. sound she's signed to the same label that Megan is technically signed to. Fifteen oh fifteen oh one oh. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but she, she does because she's definitely has like a deeper voice, and mm-hmm. she kind of like rap with that bounce, mm-hmm. like that like Houston bounce type shit. So yeah. I don't know where she from. You know where she from? Don't know where she from. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh well, it don't That's matter. That's as far as I got, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is it for music news. news, 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 news. Let's <laughs> move on to new music. Um, <laughs> we really got to get like some some sound effects or something. something. <laughs> Trying to make it exciting, uh, y'all. We moving on to the next <laughs> segment of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so first up, we have Ariana Grande came out with a thirty four plus a thirty five the thirty four plus thirty five remix. I feel like that's how she was saying it. Yeah, that's, just like really soft. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the remix? I liked it because one Doja Cat was Doja Cat and not Say Soldier Cat. Say Soldier Cat. <laughs> yes, because they've been it's on her ass to death. But anyway, um, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But um, Doja came in with a hot verse. Megan's verse came in hot, but you said it sounded like. Nicki Minaj. It was just like she was playing with her cadence a little bit because it is more of a poppy song, mm-hmm. and it was sounding like Nicki-ish to me. Like it's like me and can take on Like it was kind of taking that route for a little uh, bit. Oh, not a, yeah. When you say that, but I that's the I only reason it. I said that. I'm not saying it like, oh, she trying yeah. to rap like Nicki now. No, I'm not saying that. It was cool though. I'm saying it was just, giving me that vibe. I I just feel like they lazy with remixes now. They just, they don't remix the song. They just put some popular niggas on the song. Yeah, like, they hey, just. Yeah. Here's the remix. Yeah, they just throw some verses on there. They don't like it. Don't be like, I need a girl part one and I need a girl part, part two. two. <laughs> like, I'm or, mad. you know. I miss that. I miss when they used to mix the yeah. remix the song a little bit, like yeah. change the tempo of it or something. Yeah, put a little extra bass in there. Put, a little, put yeah. a little bounce beat behind it. There's yeah. something in there. A little, or something. A little house beat. <laughs> <laughs> something. That ain't lazy ass. Throw a go go beat in there. <laughs> something. Shoot, I could make a remix. I could have remixed. They could have put me on there. Yeah. <laughs> like I miss, a, like, the early, like, that was, like, late 90s, early 2000s, where, oh, my God, the remix was everything. Yeah. You, you know, know, like, the past the Cavassier that we listen to now yeah. is the remix. That is the remix. That is not hey, the remix. <laughs> <laughs> and a little lie. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. um... Oh, what's another remix? Oh, the Let's Get Married remix. Yeah, because the first song is real slow. Like, what's going on across the sea? It ain't nothing. I ain't fronting. Shorty coming with me. <laughs> you know, that is but a classic. Also, like, also a very solid feature. Mm-hmm. And mix it up a little bit. And mix bit. it up. Sped it up. Because the first one. 
then they sped up the second one. Yeah, they sped it up. I wish that they would do that more instead of just throwing guest verses on there. Yeah, same. But if you're going to have a guest verse, like, make it, like, make it punch. Like, you know who did really well with that? Ari Lennox, when she came out with um, Shea Butter Baby, but she just uh, added people to, like, certain songs. Yeah, and it kind of, like, really added to the song, like, Durand. Yeah, Duran on FaceTime. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, Duran Bernard on a uh, um FaceTime was really good. That's the one I'm thinking that about like FaceTime. staying out. That was. Oh, that is mm-hmm. when I'm coming home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, was that FaceTime. is FaceTime. Cause I don't really care for the first one. The original yeah, one. Yeah, you can't listen to the original one no more after yep. you listen to that one. I can't. When we was in the car the other day and you played it and I just started singing Duran part, you was came like, on my shuffle. <laughs> And they kind of changed a little the beat. Just the, they didn't change the beat, the but they had they added more like background vocals. Yeah, do, 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 do. yeah, all that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. they need to get back to you know mixing the mixing the remix, remixing it. You're it's called a remix, not an addition. <laughs> not here's the song with more features. Yeah, <laughs> remix it, not addition it. Okay, thanks. But it was okay. I don't think I would listen to it over just listening to the regular song. Nah. No. Nah. All right. It is law. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up we have Miss Brie Runway. She came out with the ATM video featuring Missy Elliott, another one of our faves. Mm -hmm. Very cute video. Oh, Missy Elliott's here. She had like this short purple pixie cut in the uh, video. So cute. Yeah. Missy looks so good. She does. She is maintaining, keeping that weight off. Like, Mm -hmm. she look good. And also, Brie Runway is a newer artist. She came out with a project at the end of last year called 2000 and Forever. I would really recommend listening Mm -hmm. to it if you like like that poppy. Like poppy, hip-hoppy, R&B. Poppy, hip-hoppy sound. (laughs) She got uh, ATM on there with Missy Elliott, which is a really good song. The video's cute. She has ape shit on there. This for my niggas who ape shit, ape shit, ape shit, ape shit, ape shit. She got a Gucci. Gucci was a girl they could call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has some cute, um, cute songs on there. Yeah, especially if you like, like, um, like put you in a room or like maybe like a, a Rico Nasty, a Princess Nokia yeah, type. Yeah, more like upbeat types. Uh. Yeah, but yeah, she's a good upcoming artist. A lot of like raw talent and just like appeal, like. Mm. Mass appeal. Yep, I feel like if she gets a good man- uh, managing company manager, whatever, like Megan did, she's gonna go far. Yeah, she in there. So yeah, check that out. Next up, we have Miss Asian, or I don't really know how to say her name. It's A S I A H N. I don't know if it's Asian, Asian, or I think it's got to be Asian. I can't really think of what else it would be. I just feel like that's not, like, socially right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got mulatto, so, I mean. Well, you know, her name is not socially right as well. Girl, and light-skinned Keisha. You know, the light-skinned Keisha doesn't bother me as much as the mulatto because light-skinned Keisha seems more, like, jokey and, like, oh, it's light-skinned Keisha. Yeah. But, like... Mulatto girl, that has like connotations with yeah, it. Yeah, I just 
Okay, but anyway, <laughs> I mean, light skin has connotation with it sometimes as yeah, well. Yeah, but not like but a it's lot not. Of... Much, it's not like a slur. Yeah. So I don't know. But anyway, Asian came out with an EP called "The Interlude." We listened to it yesterday mm-hmm. in the car. What were your What are your thoughts first? I'm just gonna ask you. I mean, I don't know. It's okay. It I'm not okay. mad at it. I just think like it just could have been more. Like I think it was just very kind of like basic. And some songs she just does not sing well on. And I don't know if it's just that's my thing with her. I just don't know if she just didn't know how to approach the song, or she just didn't care, or she actually just thinks when she does like this little yelling thing that it sounds good. Like it's in pitch, it's in key, it just does not sound good to it listen to. It's coming across like smoothly. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I think she got a lot of work to do. Mm. But I mean, it's some promise there if she keeps it up. I don't know. It's so hit or miss with her for me. Um she had two songs on here, My World and Getaway, that kinda were like slow and remind me of like Tanache, like mixtape Tanache. Yeah. Um But but I, I don't know. The some songs of her are singing okay. sometimes she gives me like Sabrina Claudio. And you already know how to feel about Sabrina Claudio. <laughs> Sabrina Claudio, okay, this this is my thing. She sings like she's trying to sing soulfully. Like she doesn't have a soulful voice. So, so she's like, I me. Like she just try to put like that extra, uh, yeah, the extra uh, singing like a R and B singer. And sometimes she just whispered. And sometimes she just whispered. and I just like. I don't when think she, there's anything wrong with whispering. We have a lot of whisper I like queens. When she whisper. <laughs> I don't know. It's when she, it's when she like. I feel like she makes she this pouty face, and she sings up in her nose to sound like soulful. Cause she'll be like. I don't know. Like, it gives me, like, kind of, like, old Britney Spears. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Britney is good for her. Oh, man. But then other times, she just be, you know, she just singing, whispering, and this is cool, because I love a whisper queen, but, yeah, yeah, don't get out your nose, unpurse your lips. Yeah. yeah. But she has some really good songs, too, as well. Mm, I like, I, mm. but, yeah. But yeah, My the Asians project is not our favorite, but I mean, if you want to go listen to it and get some catch up on the vibe. Yeah, let us know let what us you know think what you about think. it. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's on the fence leaning toward no for me, but. Yeah, it's kind of leaning towards a no for me, too, because I don't really think that I want to go back the, and listen to it. The production was good. It's just. It's, yeah. yeah, her artistry on the. Some of the songs is just oh, all right. Next up is Miss Dondria. Do y'all remember Dondria? I don't believe we are together, not, not to be together. together. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe there's anyone out there that can love With me. That church better. Oregon. I don't. Oh, that was a church. It Oregon. Was a it's probably church. why I like that song. Probably why everybody did. I put it all over my body. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you're the one. (laughs) Dang, what year was that? That was I think that was nine, eight, two thousand ten. What? Oh, I guess I guess that makes sense. Two thousand ten. So she had You're the One in two thousand ten. Um she was signed to So So Deffer because she was working with Jermaine Dupree. 
Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why I thought that was bad, boy. You're right. It was so Jermaine Dupri. So she is back with Jermaine Dupri. And mm. I think, um, oh, Jermaine Dupri, was it Brian Michael Cox and Jermaine Dupri that helped her with this new single? The new single is called Let It Be. And I, and, oh, I'm sorry. I just hit the mic. <laughs> and my sis is singing on this song. I mean, I think the song sounds really good. I think it sounds really good, too. So, if you liked You're the One, go listen to Let It Be by Dondria. Sounds really good. The production's really strong. She is singing her heart out, like, really hitting some, like, hard, like, heavy notes. Yeah, she is going in, like, for real. She, She sounded really good. You know, the song is definitely, like... It's like a soul song. Like, there's nothing really, like, catchy about it. She's really just, like... Singing. Singing. Like, she's just laying her heart out for it. Did you ever listen to that, um... I don't know if it was an album or a mixtape, but it was, like, Dondria versus... I guess her name is Fat Fat? Yeah, that was her first album, wasn't it? That was an album? I thought it was, like, a mixtape. Because it no, wasn't on that nothing. That was her first album. It's no. on Spotify right now. Oh, you really? Look at it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I... That's what they put You're the One on. I do not recall listening to the whole album. I'm sure I did back then, but I don't, I can't remember anything. <laughs> she has, she had another single last year too, Haunted in April. Did you know that? Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and listen. I, don't even I just see seen this, this come one. across my in my like release radar mm-hmm. on Spotify, and I was like, "Ooh, Dondria, let me listen." Yeah, that was good. I, um, I I enjoyed it. If you really just want to hear somebody sing, yes, it was produced by Brian Michael Cox. Yes, Brian Michael Cox on the keys. You know, he get the going down. So you know, it was <laughs> it was pretty. It was it was a soulful song. I like it. Yes. Next up, I had down for new releases, Gallant. It's G-A-L-L-A-N-T, and he's back with a song called Comeback, and it's a smooth listen. Nice vibey joint. You said Gallant. Is that the one who sings like there's like something in his throat, or like he got hot potatoes in his mouth? That's Sanfa. No, like there's another guy that sings like that, and he's very like... Oh, like, no. I don't know how to pronounce it. Like, no, he don't sing like that. Maybe that's that other guy. What's the? I other? don't know who you talking about. I'll figure it out one day. But <laughs> Gallant, I don't think I've ever. I used to listen to. Um, he had a song with Janaiko that I used to listen to all the time. It was called Skipping Stones. Mm-hmm. He come in real heavy. <laughs> No, I don't think I've ever listened to and this And I man. used to listen to Wait and Go. I give him away. And go. That's him? You know that song. Oh, that's him. And I can't. That album was oh. called Ologi. 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 That was a good album. I list actually. Uh, yeah, I did not know that that was him. Then he got the song with Janae Aiko. I just want to play the beginning part because he literally, no, like two seconds. Look, right here, right here, right here, right here. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> That's how he started the song, and that song is featuring Janae Aiko. So she come in, she like, what am I missing? You know, she got that real soft voice. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> but he came in swinging on that song. That's why I used to like that song so much. I'm gonna have to check that out because uh, I will, I'm not very familiar with him. Yeah. All right. After Galance or Galance, I, I don't know. I'm, if I'm butchering people's names, I'm so sorry. Next up is Division. He came out with Amusing Her Feelings, which is I thought. I thought the album was called Amuse in Her Feelings. It's just this one with the deluxe edition called Amusing Her Feelings. Amusing Her Feelings, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, he came out with the deluxe edition. Okay, There's one a, second. Go ahead. The guy's name, Giveon. Giveon. That's who I was thinking You of. think he sound like Sanfa? I feel like no. Sanfa is worse. He's Yeah, Sanfa is worse because he kind of has like... What's Sanfa about? Yeah, he kind of like cracks... But Garland, uh, Gal- uh, Giveon reminds me of... He's nominated for a Grammy as well. Yes, he is. But when he sings, if I'm thinking about the right person... He reminds you of Song for Light. He rem- Song for Light, but he reminds me of Gaston from... No one It's like Gaston. No yes. Like Beauty how and the sing- Motherfucking Beast. Yes, how he sings. <laughs> how he I'm sings gonna, like Gaston. Go to this nigga. Yes, go listen to him okay. real quick. Yeah, and everybody then- go listen to Giveon. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all think about Gaston, I y'all can swear. just tweet Shelby at Shell is she and <laughs> tell I if she right or wrong because I don't know about that one. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I have to double check. No, this ain't the guy either. Dang. Never mind. But the guy, I gotta find this black man. <sighs> you talking about Moses Sumney? What's his name? Girl, we cannot do this all day. I know. Girl, we're on the Anyway, what was we talking about? We're on Division. Division. <sighs> I love Division, but this, 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 I don't know. This Amusing their feelings is not my favorite. No, album from her. no, it's at the bottom. Of... But oh, deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. He has a song with Miguel, but when Miguel comes in, it sounds like a it's Miguel song. A, when the song come on, it sounds like a Miguel song. <laughs> so I don't know if that really counts for anything because I don't know. We just love Miguel. Oh, so yeah. it, it was nice to just hear Miguel's voice. Yeah, that's pretty much all. <laughs> I, uh, oh that's my gosh! But yeah, uh, so amusing is. In Her Feelings came out last year. I think it came out in like the fall. Um, and that is Divisions. Is that his third? That's his third That's album. His third album, yeah. So out of the three, what would be your favorite? My first, uh, my favorite Division album is September 5th. That came out in 2016. <laughs> That's my favorite. Song. And it's straight up track one to track 10. I mean, it's kind of moody, but it's very much about. And the first track is like seven minutes, but you can listen to it so easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that cover <with> me now. <laughs> you own it. <laughs> and then you got it's too deep. Don't wanna pull out. <laughs> I like all of them songs, man. Hallucinations was my shit. Having hallucinations. I like this the line. Don't want to go. Don't want to go. <laughs> so dramatic. It is a very dramatic. No time, no space <laughs> to take you away. You were like the dramatic I ass don't last song. Go. <laughs> Girl. But his next album, The Morning After, I like that as well. 
the morning after was cool. Uh, he had, I know you still think about me. No, I like the one uh on oh, mood. I forgot about mood. Morning. In the morning. Ain't that what it's called? Morning. That you talking about that song? It's like that little Latin joint. I want to say in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Body smile, conversations in the diner. Yeah, that was a good album. But amusing her feelings, I listened to it last year. And I really have not went back to it. I really haven't fell in love with anything. Nah, I listened to it that one time. I like the song with Snow Allegra, Between Us. Oh, yeah. That I don't cool. want nothing in between us. <laughs> yeah. Also, we love Snow Allegra, too, so that oh. might be part of the reason why. I love Snow. But, yes, Love Division, not so much feeling this amusing her feelings. Because it's just all he did era. was add, like, a few extra songs to... Yeah. What um, what he already had to amuse? Yeah, amuse. he just added four extra songs. Yeah, so I mean, it's, I don't know if that's considered a new release or not. No, it's just like the deluxe, deluxe edition. Oh, okay, like yeah. an extended version. Extended cut. Yeah. Extended play. No, that's an EP. <laughs> All right, and lastly, I put on here Rochelle Jordan. Um, she had an album. What was that? Two thousand fourteen. It was called Twenty. Ooh, she had an album that was two thousand. Yeah, fourteen. It was called Ten Twenty One. Um, and she had like songs on there like low key and follow me but she released a single so it's been a while for her shit mm-hmm. 2014 to what is this 2021 she had a single release called got em. and it's more of like electronic feel but still they def- definitely like r&b based so if mm. you like that kind of like yeah. Ungodly, you don't like this song, and I really liked it and enjoyed it listening to it. So that is Rochelle Jordan. Got him. Got him. Yeah, I don't really remember her uh, vaguely, but I feel um, like if you go back and listen to a couple of songs, you'd be like, oh yeah, this girl. Yeah, I, I remember her very vaguely, but yeah. All right. That pretty much wraps up any new music. Anything else that you... Well, it's not really... No, no, no. Nothing new. All right. Well, let's jump into what they heard. Come on now. What they heard? What you hear, Day? (laughs) You want to take turns or you want to talk about a couple things first? Mm, No, we could take turns. Okay. All right, so I guess I will go first on what I've been listening to, what I heard this week. Okay. Um, I kind of want to touch on this first because I've still been listening to Jasmine Sullivan's album, of course. Of course. Um, but I've kind of been just listening to the songs mm-hmm. and not the interludes. I've just been kind of digging into the songs mm-hmm. and seeing which ones are my favorite. But a couple people have been bringing up the fact that on Hotels, on the song with Anderson Pack, mm. it's called Price Tags. Um, he says some like really colorish shit. Yeah, <laughs> in the middle of his verse, mm-hmm. which I really didn't notice before because you know I'm just like, oh, Anderson Pack is yeah. cool. You know, it takes me a while to little... really register like <laughs> lyrics. So, in the 
verse. Oh, shoot. I had it up. I'm sorry. I'm going to just pull it back up again. Because uh-huh. I lost it. Oh, don't lose it. I lost it. So Anderson Pack says, he said, forget it. Mama told me put the kid in, like told him that, you know, she want to be pregnant. He said, so I did it. But that baby came out black as Samuel in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I'm light skinned and my granddaddy Indian. You fucking with my lineage and dividends. And a couple people on the uh, Twitter sphere, the internet sphere, were mad about it mm-hmm. because this is obviously Jasmine Sullivan is releasing an album. She's a black woman, a brown, a black, brown woman. black woman. <laughs> she is not like light skin or nothing like that. And you talking about some? Oh, I put a kid in a girl, but the kid couldn't be mine because I'm Indian and yeah. I'm light skinned and mm-hmm. so Which, and I that mean, baby was too dark to kinda, be mine. Kind of seem on brand for him. Isn't his wife like Asian or something? His wife is Asian. His kid looks very much Asian. Yeah, so it sounds like he got some color issues anyway. So, yeah, a lot of people were like, what the fuck? And I really didn't notice it at first, so I was kind of like, so what's up with your boy? I love Anderson Pack though. He has really good music. It's just music, I don't really don't understand why he said that on that song. On that song on that woman album. And it kind of made me think like, girl, did you let him just And put it's that talking on you? A, and the song is called Price Tag, so she's talking about like you know, money and how that influences, you know, the relationship. She in the chorus she's basically she's like, "Money, hundreds, hundreds." That money keep my pussy wet. Like, she's talking about mm-hmm. stuff like that. That must have been the money make me come, girl song. <laughs> yes, that was after that girl. That girl. <laughs> so, I guess he's talking about, like, gold diggers and stuff like that. Excuse me. I'm sorry. It was an accident. And, like, girls who, you know, <laughs> get pregnant so that mm-hmm. they can keep a check or something like that. But, I, yeah, yeah I don't know. I it's mean, just... he could have said it. Like, he could have left out, like, the Indian messing up my lineage type shit. Like, he could have left that part out. Yeah. Cause... Like, he messing with my lineage. Like, girl, okay, sh- shut up. Brown babies are beautiful, too. All Dark right. black babies are beautiful, too. Talking about he came All out, black babies are beautiful. He came out looking like Sam Jack. You don't know her lineage, too. <laughs> it ain't like, you know, the baby gonna come out look just like you. That's the true. Heck? What you so, talking about? I don't know. It's just random to put that on that song. I think especially on a black woman's album, that was kind of rude, random and rude. Um, also, this is a random uh thing. I listened to Trey Song's. Album. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> we listened to Trey Song's album yesterday. Back home, he came out with this album at the end of last year as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to it because I haven't listened to Trey Song's last couple albums. Because, you know, it's like really hit or miss with this man sometimes. And he sometimes be doing the same things over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last Trey Songs album I listened to was Trigger Reloaded. And it um, had, I'm trying to think of what was the what hit. Was the one where he had the song with Mila J on there? Yes, this is the one. Okay. Don't mind being disrespectful. That was the last that one, one I listened to, actively, anyway. Yeah. So that was the last one I listened to, and I don't think I listened to, or Trigger. I think it was just called Trigger. But I didn't listen to a couple in between there. 
I don't know. But I went back to this album because I've been hearing good things about random tracks. So I was like, oh, let me listen to it. And it's actually not a bad album. I wouldn't put it like in my top of 2020, but it's definitely worth a listen because Trey sounds good. Mm -hmm. The production sounds good. He doesn't, he's not, I think he's growing up a little bit. He he just had a kid. So you got to also consider that he's not doing a lot of the exaggeration and the yodeling that he would do. He is still reverting back to it in some songs mm-hmm. and giving you like classic, like very dramatic and Trace extra Trey. Song. But I feel like he kind of got back more into like that purely rhythm and blues space instead mm-hmm. of, you know, like the, the hip hop, yeah, like the <laughs> trap and beat, the trap and beat yeah. <laughs> that he was trying to get into. Yeah. Um, so he got, you know, Circles was really good. I like Two Ways. Cats Got My Tongue is <laughs> it's hilarious. It is. Because um, you be like, what? <laughs> but a good R&B song, nonetheless. Um, I like Tug of War. I mean, it was a couple of different songs that I liked on here. So I mean, I like it. I, I will go back and listen to it. I definitely uh-huh. have to go back through it. But I think it's a solid project for Trey, especially a solid project for Trey songs in 2020. Yeah, I think it was good. I, ooh, excuse me. I will go back and listen to it for sure. Um, I really enjoyed the production. Like you said, it wasn't like the trap and beat. It was definitely like kind of gave me a little bit of... um. What's the one where it's got like the water on the glass and it had like Jupiter Jupiter Love? No, Jupiter Love was on that black and white one. Think it's time we take a chance. Uh, anyway, basically what I'm trying to say is it was pretty classic uh Trey songs. Classic Trey songs. And I enjoyed it. And if you, you know, just want to hear a good old R and B joint <laughs> from uh Sir Songs, I think you would enjoy it too. Yes, me as well. All right. So next up for me, I obviously listened to the Mac Airs Magic Eight Ball project. Um, and it's very smooth. It's very short, eight songs, and it's pretty much the same vibe that Mac always does. Very smooth. I feel like you could tidy up the house to this. Not like a deep cleaning, but just like a t- <laughs> just like a tidy up. Just like oh man. I got a vacuum. I got somebody to come. I'm just going to do the front room because, you know, that's where the niggas going to be at. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's a nice, tidy-up album. I liked Sometimes, Nothing Else, Every Time. Um, those are a couple songs that I did like. And, yeah, that's how I feel about that one. Okay, okay. I think I caught some of the songs on there. They were pretty... It's pretty smooth, like something good you can listen to while you're cooking and everything. Yeah, just not, it's not too intense. It's very relaxing and just like, hey, I'm just chilling and I need some vibes and, yeah. you know, that's what it is. Like if you're sitting in traffic and need to be calm, calm your ass down. <laughs> it's a good one. Something else I went back to this week is so random, but... Um, You've been listening to a lot this week. <laughs> this, <laughs> this guy on a... Twitter that I follow. His name is called Call Me Dollar. He always talks about R&B stuff. And he was talking about Donnell Jones' Where I Want to Be album. And so I started listening to it that one day when I was about to get in the shower. Yeah. He's like, you ain't getting a shower yet? I'm like, no, because I'm sitting up here listening to this album. I haven't listened to this in so long. Mm. And that was a good album. I don't think I've ever listened to that whole album. But it had all his hits on it. It had like, you know, what's I up? Just, yeah, I and just had to where the I hits. wanna be. 
But it also has some really good songs on it, like Shorty got her, Shorty got her eyes on me. Like it's a smooth art. Like it's that a good a R&B album. Shorty got her eyes on me. I Not feel like it was. Mm. I'm gonna let I'm thinking of something else because clearly I'm confused today. <laughs> but yeah, so I went back and listened to Donnell Jones, Where I Want to Be. It was a really good album. Mm. 1999. Mm, good I think I was eight years old. No, when I mean, that came out. No, I was probably like seven. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I was probably like five. But that's a good throwback to just go kidding. listen to. Like, Donnell Jones has a really, like, I don't know, just like a really good R&B voice. Yeah, it was very smooth voice. Um, very soulful, and he had good songwriting. I don't really know what happened with him. Like, I don't really know his story. Because then he only released maybe one other album after that, and it just... Didn't he released really. the album in 2002. He released the album in 2006, 2009. There are other albums on here. I don't know if people like listen to them. Oh. Last album on here was 2013. It's called Forever. Mm. Now, I never listened to these. I, I have listened to uh, Where I Want to Be, though. Like, growing up and trying to listen to 90s R&B. <laughs> yeah. And being like, ooh, let I'm me gonna, listen to this. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. Because I don't think I've ever listened to it. Just, like, the singles. Yeah, so that was a cool listen. I really enjoyed yeah, listening pretty, to that. That was pretty random. Um, I also wanted to talk about Van Jess. You know who Van Jess yeah, is. Yeah, what happened with Van Jess? <laughs> They've been releasing singles. Mm-hmm. And so the latest single that they released. I like when they own remixes and stuff. Oh, yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> they're good with a remix, yeah. for sure. Um, The last single that they brought out, Curious, is featuring Jimmy Tint. And Garen, I I feel like it's more of like an Afrobeat thing. Not really crazy about that single, but I wanted to talk about the other singles that they brought out. Mm-hmm. Um, they got Stickin'. We always listen to Stickin'. Yeah. They got Slow Down and Come Over. I've really been listening to those a lot in my rotation because they sound like really good. Their production is really good. Oh, yeah. Um. I really enjoy Van Jess. Well, it was somebody's song. Uh, Are you talking about the uh, Xavier Omar song? Yes. What was it, like Rain or something? Or uh, They, so their album, Silk Canvas. Oh, Just Get Here, that was good too. But it was something like Rain or something. Uh, In and Out. Huh? The song is called In and Out. They did it. He When he'd be like, nah, who? Yeah, it's yeah. Not, oh, you know, I don't know the name of nothing. Okay, I just know what the pictures look like. <laughs> so if they change the pictures, it, I you're am. Gonna, you're gonna be fucked. mad at me. Huh? No, I'm not editing she that. <laughs> no, do not play it. I already got to edit the other one. She said, uh, <laughs> "Okay, so in 2018 they had an album called Silk Canvas, and in 2019 they came out with Silk Canvas the remixes. Mm-hmm. That's the one I listened to." And uh, it has some really good remixes to their songs on there. They got Cool Off the Rain with Ari Lennox. That sounds That really is good. my jam, too. I love that song. And In and Out with Xavier Omar. Xavier Omar killed it on there. And it's they just got some really good. They got some really good remixes. Some nice uh, features, too. Like Ari, you got Saba, you got uh, Boss, I think it is, the dude who I signed to uh, Boss. 
Bass, boss, dude who signed to Dreamville. Dreamville. I cannot think of it. Yeah. You got Gold Link and you got Masego. So I mean, they have some pretty good, pretty good people they collab with for that album. So I would definitely recommend Checking going out to it. listen to that. Yeah. Oh, and they have that song on um, K Tranada. On K Tranada, on Bubba. Yes, that's a great song too. Yeah. Um, damn, what is the name of that one? Uh, is it cult? No, culture is with T.J. Moses, right? Yeah, this is the vibe with the culture, nigga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they got taste. Taste, yeah, yeah. That that Bubba album is basically a whole remix album. <laughs> Again, go listen to put Katrina on your remixes. Yeah, he will. He will. He yeah. probably expensive though. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but I, f- I feel like it'd be worth it. <laughs> Could actually be a remake. Yeah, give you like a whole. And last up, I wanted to. This is my last one that I've been listening to. I wanted to talk about Radiant Children. Um, they are a group. Never heard. Of them. Um, they, <laughs> they had a project that I used to listen to all the time. It's called Trying. And there's literally a song in there called Trying. And she's just like, baby, I'm trying. And then it's a choir in the back like, so hard, Mm. so hard, so hard. I love that song. And then they had that song. I think they played this song on Insecure. It's called Life's a Bitch and Then You Die. You Uh, remember that song? uh, No. (laughs) I I remember not saying that, but I don't remember that <laughs> yeah, they literally sing it, and it it's a good song. And then they have another song on their project called Pokey Bow that I used to listen to all the time. Um, the girl has like a real like vibey like old school voice, and they just came out with an album in November that I didn't realize they came out with until I went back and listened to those songs. It's mm-hmm. called There's Only Be It's called There's Only Being Yourself by Radiant Children. It's nine songs. Um, so I'm going to listen to that, but I just want to shout them out because I really do like that Project Trying and mm. a couple of the songs. Like a real easy listen. Um, I guess I got to go back and listen to that Put too. you in pr- perspective. Like, damn, you know, life is crazy. Life is <laughs> um, I just wanted to shout them out because, yeah, I like their music and I just want to, I'm going to see what this new album or recent album is that they've done and see if I like it. But yeah, those are my, you know, my listens for this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to go ahead and do your uh, do your thug fizzle over there. <laughs> okay, um, my list is not going to be as long as that. That's cause... fine. Sorry, I kind of went in because I've just <laughs> been going back to stuff. Yeah, from doing a podcast, it kind of like made me think about, oh dang, mm-hmm. I haven't listened to this person in so long. You know. Yeah. Well, um, I only have like three things and one of them. Okay. So last week we were talking about Brandy cause we were talking about B7. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went back and listened to 211 because that was just uh, a good album. What is up with her and numbers? I just realized that would be seven. And then this one yeah, was called 211. Did it come out on 211? Uh, is that why she called it that? Uh, no, it came out October 15th. 
I have no idea. <laughs> of 2012. Like, Brandy stands. No. I don't know. know. We should probably look at that. wonder what that means. I mean, B7 is because you that's know, our seventh album. As many times if I listen to that album, I never... Never really I paid any attention to that? that. I know. Because B7 is only because that's our seventh, seventh album. album. So, 211, I don't know. I have to look into that. But, yeah, just... I don't know. That whole production team i don't know if it was just she had one producer or what i probably should have looked more into that but it was it was just a good album man like and it was probably a pretty decent time in my life too because i think i was in college maybe yeah. my sophomore year or whatever what are some of your favorite songs from yeah mine um wildest dreams Never my wildest dreams. <laughs> um yeah harley breathing Oh God, that um, was romantic, huh? I love that song. Uh, Paint this house. Can you hear me now? Uh, that was a good song. And then, scared of beautiful. Scared of beautiful was Frank Ocean. It was a Frank Ocean song, yes. So her singing it, it technically wasn't a Frank Ocean song. When Frank Ocean left, well, whoever he was signed to, and he released the Lonnie Brew collection, he Lonnie literally Brew. released everything that he had ever recorded. With that label, yeah, it was like fuck y'all, and yep. just put it on a project on the mixtape. <laughs> so it wasn't like I, I don't think she sung it bad. Oh, he still got credit on there, but uh, yeah, because he wrote the song. Yeah, I don't think he, he, I don't think she sounded bad, but I didn't really care for like the production for of it that much. I can't listen to it because all I hear is, is the Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean version. version because it's a dramatic song and it had dramatic, so dramatic. production, and then theirs was very like. Simplistic, it yeah, it's very. Let me talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like, man, that whole album I could listen to it beginning to end and not click through anything. And it's a smooth one hour. That song is a smooth sixty minutes. <laughs> that was a long album. <laughs> it was a smooth sixty minutes. Six, yeah. One hour zero minutes. We so. all know what my favorite Brandy album is. What? Aphrodisiac. Get out of here. No. Never say never. Thank you, period. Right no. <laughs> at the end of the sentence. It's a period. <laughs> like, no. But oh, yes, I, I also, love never say never. Angel has always been thought. Okay, this is my time. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming Anyway, also, like, I listened to Full Moon, but I have not listened to Full Moon in a very long time. And I saw something on Twitter, and they were talking about a part. They were like, oh, a part is such a masterpiece. And And I'm just like, really? And I went back and I listened to it. And it wasn't until I got to the middle of the song where it kind of like started clicking for me. And Mm. I, and I probably. Being me, being the type of person that I am, when I listened to it originally, I probably heard it and just clicked right past it. It probably was not one of my favorite songs. Because it take a minute to get in, into it. Not that it takes a minute to get into it, but, like, I don't know. It's something, like, about the middle of the song, you really start feeling the vibe of it. Mm-hmm. It start hitting you. Yeah, it start hitting you, for real. You're like, oh, 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 okay. Um... But yeah, that was another when I like think about uh, full moon and like deep cuts. All I think about is he is and people singing that in church. <laughs> you always bring that. 
Because it's not. <laughs> you always bring that up. You are, that's kind of like that girl you had me listen to the other day. You sent me her stuff. And um, the first song is called Highly Favored. But she's like. Oh, the Savannah Ray girl. Yeah. Or Savannah Reed. So, like, the name of the album is Highly Favored. Mm-hmm. And, like, when you listen to the first song, it sounds like it could, be, it a could be a gospel song, song outside of her, like, cussing and she stuff. She's probably a church kid. Yeah, but it was a very R&B song. But, like, just the lyrics of it, it was she very, like, church churchy. It was trash. Yeah, we and I mean, we it wasn't trash. It was a good song. It's just like when you start registering, like this is not a gospel song, you be confused. Mm-hmm. And then she hit a couple of tracks, and then she get to another song Savannah called Ray. Huh? Savannah Take Ray. Savannah Ray, because it's an accent over the E. Okay. And then there's the other song, Sacred. So you hit the song Sacred, and then she just starts talking about fucking you with Sacred, and you like that was weird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Make okay. You- so very short story about this girl. So. SZA posted a video of her and I was like, oh, her voice sounds cool. Let me go listen to her album. Mm -hmm. So the girl's name is Savannah Ray. So it's Savannah, like how you spell Savannah, and then R-E with the accent on top of it. And the project is called Opia. And I don't know, listen. Yeah, O-P-I-A. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, And I don't know, just listening to it, I wasn't like, I wasn't like taken aback by anything. It was very regular. I, I seemed kind of dated. Yeah, I think she has potential, but I don't know. I don't think this project really did. Like, there's no song that was like, yeah. Those two songs stood out to me, but not for any particularly good reason. <laughs> but yeah, so I made Shelby listen to it. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. I All right, what else it. you got besides right. Brandy to mm. 11? So. Also, uh, took a small trek back to listen to my boy Ty Dollar Sign. Dollar Sign. <laughs> so he has Dollar Sign. He released the album um, October 2020 called Featuring Ty Dollar Sign, and he oh, has yeah. all these features on here. He's got Kid Cudi, Post Malone. It's called Featuring Ty Dollar Sign. Good. I thought it was he was just playing because he always featured on somebody else's song. I think that's so. That's the whole he point made of an him. album where everybody else featured. is featured on his song. Yeah, I feel it. I'm but ready. anyway, um, yeah, he has a song. What did I say? Post Malone, Kid Cudi, Post Malone, Kanye West, mm. Anderson mm. Pack, um, Thundercat, mm. and uh, Quavo, Lil Durk. Nicki Minaj, Big Sean, Roddy Rich, M- DJ Mustard, Janae Aiko, Kalani, Future, Young Thug, Gunna, Music Soulchild, Tish Hymns. Um, hold on, Tish yeah, music- oh, and what's his name? Black, Black, Six Lack, Black, Black, um, Fika Twigs <laughs> and Skrillex. <laughs> so in the summer, he released that song "Ego Death" with Kanye West. I always call her Fika Twigs, but FKA Twigs um, and Skrillex called Ego Death. And that is my jam, partially due to the fact that they throw a lot of like house music stuff in there. That's Skrillex. Yeah. Well, no, Skrillex is not my favorite. I know, but I'm saying I think that music, the those house. choices probably came from him, probably. I don't know. It could be Kanye because some of the songs were very oh, um, yeah, the Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> 
Deep inside us, Jim. <laughs> deep inside, deep, deep down inside. That is a yeah, classic. That might be Kanye house. too. That's classic house track, and it was another house track that they sampled in there too that I just can't think of right now. But yeah, you're right. It's probably Kanye as well. Yeah, that was man. That's my jam. But I went back. I listened okay. to it very briefly when it first came out. But I went back and like because I think Temptation with Kid Cudi has slid through like one of my. Shuffles or something. Oh, no, I, I like that song. Or it was from like you know how Spotify no, does that for you, that made for you thing. Yes. Um, so it was on one of the one of those. But um, I went back and it was just some really good production on there. Even like the songs that I didn't really care for, like the one with Quavo called Freak. Yes. Also about Ty Dolla Sign. I've always loved this man, and I don't know why. He's my problematic oh, fave. <laughs> I just here. like the way his voice sounds. But um, his Netflix voice or his auto tune voice, it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Just like Rihanna, uh, we don't care. We don't care. We like it. We like it. Um. He had a sh- well. He doesn't have a show, but Netflix has a show um, called Song Explorer, and they do. Yes. They did one with um, Ty Dolla Sign, Alicia Keys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Lin Manuel mm-hmm. Miranda, my other guy, and then uh, Oh Hamilton. Boo Hamilton. What? Huh? Did you say Boo Hamilton? I said Oh Hamilton. I love Hamilton. Anyway, and then uh, REM's Michael Stripe. It's a it's a white band. Yeah, he don't really matter, but uh, um, <laughs> at least not on this podcast. No, nah, we ain't talking about that shit. Um, Ty Dolla Sign talked about how he talked about his first album, Free TC, which is his brother who's locked up. You know, mm. he ain't do it. The narrative, anyway. Um, and he just talked about he talked about LA, the opening song on the album, and um. Like, he just talked about the production. It was really cool. Like, basically, they just pick a song and they go in depth with it. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how his dad was in that funk band, Lakeside. You know, uh, I'm going on a fantastic voyage. Mm-hmm. Mm, that song, whatever. His dad was the bass player, I think he said, mm-hmm. for that. And then, so they started talking about, like, other songs. And he's like, oh, yeah, I played the bass on that, too. Oh, yep, I played the drums on this. And I did not realize how musical this man was. Oh, yeah, he So, is. it started... Having me go back look at like some of his features on more of the songs, like more of his more musical songs, and he has like producer credits. But I don't know, that just kind of made me like him even more, which also led to me going back and listening to featuring Ty Dolla Sign. So go listen to it. I can guarantee you at least six songs on there that you're gonna like. <laughs> <laughs> I do like songs on there. I, when I listen to it, I like Temptations. We love a good. Kid Cudi Hum. I like the song with Post Malone, actually. Yeah, I do, Spicy. too. I, I could go back. A li- like, you, that could be on, like, I a liked, gym track. Uh, track six that is featuring Anderson Pack, Kanye <laughs> West, and Thundercat. Yeah, uh, cool. I like the song with Big Sean, Tyrone, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I like the song with Kehlani, It's yeah. Universe, featuring Kehlani. Yeah, I liked quite a few songs on here. I'm yeah. not going to say I didn't like the songs. I pretty much like sure. all of those. Um, and I like the one with Nicki Minaj, Expensive. Oh, I don't think I listened. I, I listened to the album, but I don't remember that song. I, I like that one. Um, Nothing Like Your Exes. That's one of the few on here that's not like an interlude, but it doesn't have any features on it. It's just him. Oh, okay. 
And then did you do, did you say by yourself with Janae Ego? No, I did not. Oh, by yourself. That's something you ain't got to pay to be by yourself. It's a very DJ Mustard Tyre Dollar Sign song. So I feel like Dollar Sign. And then it's got Janae Aiko on there. And then um, I didn't. I was listening to Your Turn with Six Black and uh, Music Soul Child, but I didn't get to finish listening to it. I kind of forgot about it. But I, I think know. I probably would like that song too. I thought I would like that song more, but I remember just listening to it and being like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take your word for it. Um, and lastly, but not leastly. Leastly? <laughs> leastly. Wow. So this isn't really an R&B album, but mm. it being that... Um, Better be good then. MF Doom passed away. And I was on my whole MF Doom lap pretty much from the time we found out up until maybe like this week. I think I don't I don't think I listened to any MF Doom this week. But um it just had me thinking about like really great rap albums. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, something came up on my Twitter about Illmatic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, that used to be my shit. So I went back and listened to Illmatic I and Illmatic and forever. Still like I guess I didn't really realize, like, I know Nas talks about, like, you know, drugs and gun violence and stuff a lot. Yes, but on this album, yes. he really talked a lot about, like, um, how do I want to say, kind of not doing those things. <laughs> like, And I guess like, I didn't really, like, really listen to the lyrics and stuff before. Because, you know, me, the person I am, I'm really more into, like, the production. So I got to listen to a song three or four times before I even start even hearing the words. So I'm I'm just hearing like production, vocal quality, all of that stuff. I mean that makes sense because this is the world is yours album, so you know, yeah, kind of the the message of it, like oh, you know, how, we ain't got to do that. Yeah, and I guess so. But it's it's pretty much a common theme through all the songs. That's what I'm saying. Like, like one love is you know he's he writing to his boy. And I think on one of the verses, he's talking about, you know, it's this young cat that's been hanging around and, you know, he think he all that and he doing this, that, and third. And I'm trying to give him, like, the game, the old school game. And he ain't really feeling me. He ain't really feeling it. But I'm trying to tell him, like, you know, I don't want him to be in the same position that you in or dead. Like, I didn't really, like, really remember that type of stuff. Or even, like, life's a bitch. And he's talking about, like, some of, like, the gun rules, like, you know, you don't, he was like, don't spray into a crowd, make sure you hit that nigga, get him when he by himself, if mm-hmm. you gonna do it, you right. know, like, I don't know, stuff I never really, like, paid much attention to, it just really, I don't know, something really had me listening to this song, this album, like, mm-hmm. in depth, and it's still, to this day, this album came to out, what, 94? We almost 20 years. (laughs) It's almost 20 years in. And a lot of the stuff he's talking about still is still relevant. And it's still just a classic album. And next time, when after we get done on this spending freeze, I'm going to buy the vinyl. (laughs) (laughs) Because I literally listen to it. It's on. Telling the folks we broke and we on a spending freeze. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally like a. It's kind of short. I didn't realize it's only 40 minutes long, but I listen to it front to back and. It's just a classic, man. It's just a really good album, man. If you have not listened to it, I, I don't know what the to hell. it in a while. That's I, yeah, if you haven't listened enough. to Illmatic, I don't know what the hell you waiting on. 
that's good enough uh, motivation to listen to it. Yeah, I think the I first think rap album that I actually bought was uh, was Nas Godson. Oh God, Godson! I think was the first rap album that, or the first, yeah, the first rap CD that I bought, like where I where I had money and I intentionally went to the store and bought it. I yeah, that's definitely like our generation Nas because that was when I can was out. I know I can. Yeah. That's definitely our generation. Get down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So those are your listens this week? Yeah, those are all of my listens this week. All right. Oh, no. There's one last thing I wanted to talk about. And it's, um, I, I, I have listened to it. I've listened to her a few times this week, actually, too. But her being on the remix kind of made me think about it. Doja Cat. Yeah, we about to go into that. Oh, yes. I forgot she's unpopular. <laughs> I always forget this segment. Carry on. <laughs> well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, every week I jump into that. Go ahead. <laughs> you, did, you did do that last week. I did week. last week, too. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go into our last segment of the day. Um, my dog is, like, literally right next to the mic. I think he <laughs> want to be on a podcast. Say hi, Snow. <laughs> no, he's walking away. Okay. So we're going to get into what they heard, our unpopular opinions for the week. Um, and we're just going to dive in into what Shell is talking about. Oh, God. Somebody's dog is <laughs> screeching for help outside. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we're just going to jump into what Shell is talking about here, and that is Miss Doja Kizat. Okay. So Set it up. Unpopular up opinion. Miss um, Cat. Miss <laughs> Cat has been on the scene for a while. Yeah, she came out with it was called Damn. Purr. It was called Purr, Purr. in two thousand and fourteen. And the only song I listened to on it was You Got Me So High. You get me so high. I like I all the songs on there. Say, but you get me so high. She don't really say hi. She say hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but she really blasted onto the scene with uh Moo. And that had to be, what, 2018, right? Yep, that's 2018. 2018. And, and uh, that's kind of when she took off. Yeah, Juicy blew up after that. She had, oh, so she had an album uh, called Amala. I believe that came out 2018 as well. So after Moo blew up, <laughs> Hot Pink comes out. And Hot Pink is popping. Like, everybody is rules, bottom bitch. Then Say So comes out. And then the that rem- went TikTok viral too a little bit. Yeah, it did. Dance. It did. And then the uh, the remix with um, Nikki. Yes, came out. I kind of forgot about that. And right as that was hitting its peak. But you know why her remix did not do well. You know why? No, her remix did do well. I feel like it didn't. Hit it was. As it crazy. was. Savage. It came out at the same time as that Savage remix with Beyonce and But Megan. it was going back and forth with them. They was bouncing back and forth between one and two for that a minute. That is true. They was going back so and forth. So them two. But I felt like once Savage kind of took off. Nah, I feel like they kind of, no. they was still one and two. Not the whole, no. Not, not the, the whole, whole time. time. No, I feel like Savage kind of continued to take off. But that's true. But also. Miss Ma'am was found in uh, 
some chat rooms with some uh, white supremacists. <laughs> yes, Doja got into and some scandal because she was, like she said, in chat rooms with white supremacists saying that she was joking around or whatever. And I mean, to me, that's very on brand for her. Because she don't take shit. She's sh- just weird. She's just weird. She don't take shit seriously. Most of these songs like that she it. made, she made in her white, pink, fluffy room with her little <laughs> headphones and her little laptop on her bed sure. watching anime. Most of these songs that she makes, if so, I guess the unpopular opinion is that it kind of had me bent a little bit for about yeah. five minutes, and then after that, I didn't care no more because Amala. Yes, you love Amala. That is one of the best albums ever. I swear, it's, it's up there for me. Amala is a really good album. It's up there for me. Like, if you have not listened to it, I would advise you listen to it. Yeah. Um, and I only put the question mark on it because I just don't know where Doja's gonna go with her career at this point. Yeah. Or so they're gonna try to put her. What space they're gonna try to put her in? Cause I, I think with Say So, what do you call her? Like Say So Doja? Oh, uh, Say Soldier. Say Soldier. Say Soldier Cat. <laughs> She's kind of like stuck in this Say So space because that was like her Billboard hit, and that's what they wanted to perform. Well, so this is my thing. Say So was supposed to be the song that branched her over, which is why I feel like they put Nicki Minaj on there because they doing to her. What they did to Nicki Minaj, maybe not as bad though. Like you know, mm-hmm. release a half rap album, half pop album. I don't think hers was like as bad as that. Damn, and that shit was called Pink too, Pink Friday, Hot Pink. Anyway, um, I think what they were gonna try to do with her is, like I said, use say so to transfer her over because that's what she performed in all of these other like. You know, for every performance, yeah, almost pretty much every performance. And I mean, yeah. it is the song that did the best, but she had a lot of really good other other good songs on here. But mm-hmm. I think that one was the most like pop crossover song, yeah, out of everything on the album. So when she did that foolishness, mm-hmm. I think now they don't really know how to proceed. So I think they may still just be catering to like the white audience because they think the black folks are still pissed. So they're not going to put out none of the rap shit, mm-hmm. even though white folks love that shit. And they be the <laughs> ones at the concerts and everything. Yeah. And then on top of that, this pandemic happened. So it just all kind of like. I don't know. For me, it's like who is listening to Doja Cat? Weirdos like me. So, <laughs> well, I'm gonna say this: when I went to go see her, like who was in the audience? Was it, it was all kind of people. It was like people like me who just really enjoyed Amala, especially like the R and B element of Amala. Like I happened to be standing next to a couple of like like dudes. It was like this dude with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yeah, you know, this is my song, this is my song." It was like a couple of gay dudes there that was just smoking weed, and then you got Velma was in line with us. <laughs> From Scooby Doo, so if that if that you know don't tell so you all types of people, it was all types of people in mm-hmm. this little ass venue. It was at L Club, so it was all kind of people because it just appeals to all kind of people because it's got the R and B elements. It had like some of that there. like electronic music going. Um, you know, obviously she was rapping her ass off. She didn't have like nothing like like hardcore rap, like no trap or nothing like that. No. But she was rapping her ass off, so. Mm-hmm. She has the appeal for a broad audience, 
And then, like I said, Moo just kind of threw sure. her into the mainstream, and they just rolled that wave. But do you think she a little bit too offbeat sometimes to be like mainstream for real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if she was gonna like be like Nicki Minaj, like mainstream. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she's kind of more like a cult classic type person. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I, like I can't really think fans. of an example of who would be one, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I don't really know. Maybe like Trina could be considered a cult classic. Trina's definitely a cult classic. So maybe like in that realm. But she's not like necessarily representing for one area. No, she don't. So I don't know. I'm saying like she just don't fit in the box. Like the range of music to be mainstream, but I feel like something about her and her personality and who she is. And she's such a dope rapper. So like question mark yeah they don't know what to do with her really they don't know what to do with her and i just hope this is not going to be the downfall of her because she makes good ass music music. i feel like i feel like they kind of did her kind of like how they did summer walker (laughs) because summer walker just made this really good music before she became mainstream and then she released like this mainstream album whose cover also happened to be pink by the way. <laughs> um, and Summer then became everything she didn't want to be in the industry. And it's like now Doja mm-hmm. Cat, like, she, none of them antics. But I feel like Doja wanted to be big. Do you think so? Because if you listen, look at her Twitter, Maybe I don't not. think so. Because <laughs> she, she just be being fucking weird all was. the time. I don't know. Yeah, you And right. then ever yeah. since, like, she kind of got bigger, some of that kind of scaled back. And then when that shit happened with the white supremacist, yeah, it damn near disappeared. Like, yeah. you know, and I don't know. But my unpopular opinion is that I still like Doja Cat. And I probably, if she continues to put out dope shit, I support it. Oh, yes, definitely. It's yeah. like she was born and raised in L.A. Yeah, I think, like, her... Dad is black, I think, and her mom's like Jewish or something. Mm-hmm. So, and then you know her being from LA with money, yeah. that automatically make you weird anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, we enjoy Doja's music, but I don't know. It'd just be interesting to see where her career goes. I don't. Then, then recently she had this song come out with Sweetie, and they said they claim that they've been best friends their whole life. But this is the literal first time we see them interact <laughs> with each other. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. No. So, that's somebody I mean. please correct me if I'm wrong. But in the video, they like show baby pictures together, which is cool. Like I have friends who I've known since I was a baby, but that don't mean that I'm close with them Like now. I wouldn't say they're my best friend. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was just because... Um, Maybe it was just for the song. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what was up with that. The song wasn't bad though. It's just she my best friend. She don't need no nick. I don't know. I don't uh, like it. It seems uh, kind of cheesy to me. It is cheesy, but I kind of like it. But I think they kind of just going off of everything that was going on with like Megan and like her best friend, and then she was hanging out with Nicki Minaj. Like you just see like a lot of these girls that are in the industry just hanging out together, especially like Megan. Megan, even though we in the panorama, she be hanging out with everybody. That's probably part of the Not problem. Not as much anymore. 
Yeah, well, you know, she. <laughs> I mean, she went through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she did saying y'all with everybody, a lot of people. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. We shall see with Miss Doja. Um, but she is definitely like our weird opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the day for real. Um, but we shall see with Miss Doja. Otherwise, she has bobs. I would say go listen to Hot Pink. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're gonna listen to Hot Pink, I would recommend like that. Talk Dirty, Addiction, Shine. These are all really good songs on that album. Yeah, I think those are pretty much my favorite songs. <laughs> what would you recommend off of Amala? Uh, so many. If we're gonna go off the, the deluxe version, Tia Tamara with Rico Nasty, and that's kind of what got me listening to Rico Nasty. But Tia Tamara is like my favorite. Tia Tamara yeah, will get you very hyped. Yeah, roll with us. Roll with us. Um, morning light, then the morning light. Uh, casual. Is it casual? Body language. Wine upon you. When I wine upon you. I mean, it's all good. And if you want, just go ahead and listen to Mood too, cause that beat. The thing about Mood, that beat is so vibey. Like that is just a good beat. She just was being stupid on it though, but that was a good ass beat. <laughs> Like, I feel like it kind of got wasted. It didn't get wasted in the fact that it got her all this notoriety. I was like, no, it did not. But at the same time, like, it was a good-ass song, so it kind of got wasted on some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, again, that that weirdness of Doja Cat. Like, oh, I got this good-ass beat. Let me... Yeah. Move on it. Move. I think what happened was she was getting frustrated with it. She didn't really know what to do. And she said she had, like, a cow print shirt with like bell sleeves and like it was getting in the way of her on the keyboard and she was like well shit bitch i'm a cow today and then she was just like i'm a cow bitch i'm a cow bitch i'm a cow and then she was like you know what fuck it and it was just like some playful shit she did she had put out and then people were actually listening to it and she decided to just make a movie with it so she stuck some mcdonald's fries up her nose and (laughs) dressed up like a cow and that same shirt she had on and yeah, made a video. Put some anime in the background. and She's just a little odd sometimes, but you know. Yeah, she's a little eyeball. I appreciate it. But I mean, I feel like those people who are those eyeballs end up making like, good music. Good music. Because they train the thought is so different. Yeah, so that's it with Miss Doja. If y'all have any th- thoughts or comments, let us know. We'd love to hear your opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really all that we have for today. Like we said in the beginning, happy birthday to all the legendary music folks, some R&B queens. R&B queens. Today, and just enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah. Um, some R&B queens, our first lady, happy birthday, <laughs> happy Founders Day to the pretty ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, um, you know, have a good week, guys. Be productive. <laughs> listen to some good music. Listen to some music. Listen to some stuff we talked about. Yeah. And we will see you guys next week. Yeah. Also hit us up with, you know, any thoughts, questions, or concerns. Our email is what they heard podcast at gmail.com. Um, 
Twitter, what they heard pod, Instagram under the same moniker. Well, I'll put it in the notes. You know, just give us some feedback. Yes. Yeah, feedback, 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 feedback. feedback. <laughs> Not light skin, dark skin, my Asian <laughs> persuasion. <laughs> girl. All right, Janet, child. girl. Okay. We're going to have to do a, a Janet episode. We had a Janet appreciation episode. Mm-hmm. I love us some Janet. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. All right. Peace. Peace.